Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to the weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, when you're listening to this episode, make sure you subscribe, hit the ding a ling a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. Show your support by dropping us a five star rating or head to our Patreon page where you can show your official support by subscribing and getting access to exclusive content and much more. Patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast. My name is Gavin and I've got my drinking buddies in the form of Callum and Scott. Good evening. Good eve. Hello, hello. Good eve, good eve. From, well, you guys are getting absolute storming weather. It's pissed in here. It is, yeah. Scot- Scotland in central Scotland. I am Scotland. I think it's about time that we got the fair share of good weather. You no, say uh, Frenchies suffered. That's a fair point. Exactly. That's a very fair point. Um, right, we'll start off as we normally do, go around the virtual table and see what we're drinking to start off the podcast. Uh, Gilroy, what you got? So, I'm going for a kind of Value versus premium uh, this evening. Um, nice. It was in Aldi over the bank holiday weekend and saw that there was a new beer that was actually new and I hadn't seen it before. Um, this is a fierce number. It's called Hot Property. It's a hoppy double IPA is what it's branded as. It's only 7.4%. Um, it's an Aldi double. Um <laughs> A heavily hot double IPA with layers of juicy tropical fruits against a rich malty backbone. Get rid of the rich malty backbone for starters. It's Peter's it. A budget malty backbone. Ah, uh, well, there is a bit of fruit, there is a bit of tropicalness. Does it have the body of something that that's 7.4% non necessarily? Aye. It's a bit watery. It does have some tropical flavour to it, but a, a, a multi backbone for me doesn't have any place in that anyway. It's either lactose or just kind of pillowy, soft body is what you're looking for. Not a rich multi backbone, but okay, um, go with that as your description. But it's no, it's not hitting many marks for me. Um, it's only one ninety nine, so you're not going to cry over it either if it's not exactly what you were looking for, which is probably Aye. the aim. Um, but I, I mean, it, it's perfectly reasonable. At a reasonable price, somebody looking for something that's a wee bit higher ABV, but still at um, kind of budget supermarket prices, and it's for me, it's a budget supermarket representation of that style. So, well, along the same lines as the old uh, Luminous Nights, for, um, Loch Lomond. It's not even as good as that. Is it no? Oh dear. No, there's no. That was probably. That was actually probably the last of the Lost Leader beers, I think. I think these are these might still be Lost Leader, I don't know, but they're getting a hell of a look closer to the margin than what they were mm. doing previously, a bit like your roaster coasters and various other things that we spoke about, um, Evil Twin stuff and all that kind of thing. Gone are those days, I think, for supermarket beers, with the exception of Northern Monk, who hit it every now and again. Aye. And I know that we've had this conversation and we got some messages on Instagram or a mention on Instagram at least by one person who mm-hmm. said that as a collective folk are getting we seem to be getting peeved off for the idea that there's loads of hoppy tropical beers available and we yet we're still buying them which is absolutely 100% true yep 
hundred percent doing it. Um, yes, exactly. All the time I sat in uh, the salt horse and drank nothing but hoppy hoppy tropical beers <laughs> for the, the whole day. I had one Westy, um, and that was available. That, but the rest of it was all just pails and IPAs. And right. that's fine. Exactly. Uh, shout out to Grizzly Beers on that, who tagged us in that post. Appreciate you taking time to listen. Um, yeah, thank you. And the funny thing is, that beer that he mentioned, the, the Northern Monk, what was it? Rocket. One that we hadn't talked one that we hadn't spoke about yet. Rocket Lollies, isn't it? Rocket Lollies. I've no, Where's I've that? not actually seen it. I, I think it's in um, the 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 the. Was it Asda or mm-hmm. Morrison's? I've not seen it in Morrison's yet. Morrison's, Morrison's, there you go. No, it's it So it's no one that I've seen personally, but I'm, I'm exactly what what he was saying. It's I'm going to end up picking up just to get a go, and then I'll realise it's shite, and then just go back to drinking faith. On, I picked up a four pack of faith over the bank holiday weekend. That is an underrated beer. That is actually fucking solid. That's the orange can, isn't it? Aye. Yeah. I mean, see, see whenever, in the summertime, whenever I'm in the big uh, Livingston Morrisons or close by, I'll go in and get a 12 pack. Like, because it's 12, 12 cans for like 13 quid or 14 quid. And, Aye, it's, you know, it's, it's a no brainer. Absolute no brainer indeed. Uh, I myself will save your beer to last, Calm, because it's <laughs> uh, an absolute stormer. Uh, and the spoon is probably still standing up in it. Um, I myself have got a fairly local ish. Um, brewery in the form of Burning Sky um, and the Arise Pale Ale, one I've had a few times before, um, it's one of their stalwarts, it's 4.4% um, it's a pill it's got um, Pilsner and Wheat Malts backed with a huge charge of Citra uh, Centennial and Amarillo so you're getting those kind of piney resinous kind of aromas there's maybe a, like a wee bit of peachiness through it, but it's a proper like, a proper pale in terms of you get a wee bit of bitterness, you get a wee bit of fruit at the front, um, a, a really well-rounded, well-balanced beer, really sessionable as well at 4.4%. Um, and it goes on to a point that's, which I'll get to later on in the podcast, that you can still get fucking solid beers at 4%, 4.4%, under 4%. Like, don't always need to go and have big, big 7 8% beers to get your fix. This is doing... Fucking everything I need to do right now, and it's um, good quality stuff. And I'll, I'll definitely be picking it up now and again every time I see it. But I burn in sky, arise, pale ale, top notch, thumbs up from me, solid. Cal, yes. So, um, I've become a victim of um, not being on social media because it would appear that this beer has uh, had a fair amount of traction on the old social media. Mm. Um, and uh, I unfortunately opened the can and took my eyes off it for a few seconds because I was chatting <laughs> to you guys and paid the price. Um, this one's uh, from Overtone from my bruiser box and it's called Cheesecake Shake. It's an 8% cheesecake, uh, sorry, Imperial Cheesecake Smoothie Sour. So if that's a mouthful, it's nothing compared to what the beer is. <laughs> uh, and I... I Gav, you might post that. As you can post that video yeah. on uh, on socials and st- me pouring this uh, beer into the can. And holy shit, this beer is thick as an understatement. It's like it was like slime coming out of the can, um, which is doing it a total disservice um, because the smell is incredible. Um, it's as it suggests, it's a cheesecake smoothie sour. Um, Overtone being overtone, they've actually put cheesecake mix in it. 
um, and tayberries and raspberries. Um, so and lactose as well, so just in case the cheesecake wasn't sweet enough. Um, right. So to count, counteract that, the, the tartness that you would get from obviously the sourness for the beer and also the sourness from the raspberries and tayberries, that's kind of tempered with the, the cheesecake sweetness and the lactose sweetness. But this beer is absolutely fantastic. I mean, I th- I, I'm, I'm saying beer in inverted commas, and it does actually say on the back of the can, eh, we'll have you debating if this is really a beer. Um, so, you know, looking at the ingredients, it's definitely a beer because it's got hops and it's got yeast and it's, you know. <laughs> but uh, this is this is up there with the uh, Hop City realms of, you know, flirting with, is this a smoothie or is this a beer or is this, yep. you know, what is this? Um, but it's, yeah. It's it's a proper glass record. It's it's like clinging to the glass as I'm drinking it. Um, I, I'm not even sure the dishwasher will be able to take this off. No. Uh, it's going to need to, to use the old Scottish phrase. It's going to need to steep through you well, I think, in, in the sink. <laughs> this one. Um, but it's absolutely phenomenal. It really is. It's got it's got a lovely um, sweet berry aroma, um, as you would expect. Um, it's got a, a, an amazing mouthfeel. Um, it's like you know, it's like trifle. It's like eating trifle. It's just, it's absolutely superb. It really is. I'm, I'm well chuffed that, uh, that uh, they included this in the box, really, because it's, no it's not one that I would have picked off the shelf. Um, I've kind of fallen out of love a wee bit with sours, and, and when my thoughts on sort of cheesecake or smoothie sort of style beers is uh, kind of well documented. And not for the first time I've been known to be wrong. So, <laughs> um, and and over as I said, in overtones capable hands, it's it's definitely one you know you should try it. Honestly, if you can get a, if you can get a hold of a can of this, um, do try it. But just uh, don't open it and then leave it sitting, whether yeah. you pour it in the glass straight away because it just sort of overflowed and frothed over the over the can onto the, onto the desk. So it's delicious. I think you described the 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 aesthetic of the beer very well, Gilroy. It can be. Definitely disguised as slim fast, a hundred percent. Aye, yeah, one hundred percent looks like slim fast, and it is a an absolute, absolute glass destroyer. So I'm definitely going to need a clean glass for my next beer. Definitely, definitely. Um, last week on the podcast, we mentioned about a couple of festivals. Um, and I just want to mention another one. Um, who got in touch with us actually? Uh, so again, thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast, and that is Foxfest. They also invited us down, FYI. Is it no Foxfest? Um, <laughs> no, it's Foxfest. No, it's Fuckfest, is it not? <laughs> is that a different festival? <laughs> it's a different one. That's one, that's, one that we're all booked. that's one that we're all booked into. We're all camping in that. Aye, <laughs> on into there. Is that the one Mark's going to this week? Is that why he's not here? Aye, he's, he's already asked for a spare bowl for the keys. Uh, get yourself ready for Fuckfest <laughs> <laughs> and it's at uh, Foxley, Foxley Bowling Club in Glasgow uh, it's on Saturday the 17th of June tickets are just £7 uh, breweries that will be attending are in the form of uh, well it might be Mark Porn uh, West will be there Spectra former guest of the podcast as well as Duke it and Two Towns Down and and again another brewery I don't know why I've not had them in the podcast yet because we We've mentioned them several times, Hidden Lane. So, some of the the who's Can't who. Can't find them, mate. Nah, no. <laughs> Fucking that was a cheap one. <laughs> when I'm a dad, I'm allowed to make those kinds of jokes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, in the form of Hidden Lane. So, some of the kind of the who's who in terms of smaller breweries in Glasgow. Uh, so it should be a good day. Twelve till seven. Like I said, seven pound for your tickets. And they've invited us down, so. 
I'm sure. Fun stuff, didn't they? And, uh, I'm, I'm sure one of the three you will be attending. Will it be marking the form of working on you gents as well? But uh, give it a look, foxfest.co.uk, and grab your tickets. Um, looks good thing like about it is that, uh, that rather than festival pours, it'll probably be by on the door. But as mm-hmm. city festival pours, it's just quarter gels without being a bowling club, so that's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> yep. the big measures. Um, you can have men, a positive they'll have uh, they'll cater for the half and a half crowd so oh aye that's <laughs> what you want 100% that's, really tilted glass really big measure <laughs> bowling clubs are the back especially <laughs> through the west goodness me I'll be bailing with that definitely right um, it kind of caused a wee bit of chaos on social media over the last hour, two hours. A particular just... corner of social media. Well... Stop getting your bobby out, mate. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the, the fuck fest is. Um... That's particular CD corners of the internet. Mm-hmm. 100%. I asked the question, I posed the question. Um, what thing, because we always like big up craft beer and oh, this is great, blah, blah, blah. Like this been always quite subjective. But Everyone always tells you the kind of positive things and they're quick to tell you the positive things and nobody really says, oh, this is shit, that's shit. They'll be honest about their opinions about beers, but apart from that, that'll be my beer. So I pose the question, what things annoy you about the craft beer world? Um, and I, within the last, I only posted it about an hour and a half ago, and um, the Bruiser crowd have went mental on it. The Scottish beer community have went mental on it. Uh, so did Instagram stories as well. Um, I'll pose the My question. The first to... issue is going to be the fact that the Scottish beer community exists. <laughs> You're not part of it. No. It's a, wee, it's a wee Facebook group. It's brutal. That's brutal. Is it not? It's actually not too bad. It's Do you remember big remember... daily pictures of tenants? No, it's actually no. Remember Big Ian for 71? I'm mm. joking. Uh, he's, the one that's, he's the one that runs that page, I think. I think. So he's it's, a curator uh, anyway. Aye. So it's it's not too bad to be fair in terms of if you're knowing it and you're kicking about Glasgow, Edinburgh, Dundee, wherever it may be, and you're looking for a place to find some good beer, it's probably a good one to jump on and folk will, will point you in the right direction. To be fair, that's the same question for the hundred and forty thousandth time. Oh, aye. it's probably it's probably a pin post at the top of the places to go and oh, exactly. for a beer. Exactly. If it's no, fuck. that's what they should do. That that is exactly no, what it should I, do. I, what did what are they saying? What's well, I'll give you some, and then obviously I'll get you guys' opinions as well. Some of them were fucking stupid. Um, one that was stupid was... Well, we need somebody... to name and shame. Come on, I didn't write down the guy's name, but he wrote, he said, uh, breweries that, that um, brew a Czech style lager, and the the beer's not even uh, beer uh, brewed in the Czech Republic. Now, I actually responded to that one, and oh, I went, sure, do you know think it's maybe relating to the actual ingredients and no the location of where the beer was actually also, made. Also, they've actually they've, they've covered themselves because it's Czech style. Mm-hmm. So it's an ode to or right. a, a, right. a, a like... nod to that style. Same way like people who well, it's, this is an actual fact you're not allowed to call a kolsch a kolsch unless it's made in that place in that right, exactly. style. So it's a you have to style. call it a Kolsch style lager or a Kolsch mm-hmm. style Pilsner or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, or you just, you explain what it is on the can 
Is it, the, is it the Kolsch one that needs to be that. brewed in the Bavarian area, or is it another one? Yeah, it needs to be brewed within a certain postcode on a Monday. <laughs> we are full moon. Eight, <laughs> eight fig leaves at, at points 2, 10, 11, and 3 on the clock, included Aye. in the cool ship. <laughs> there were some funny ones as well. Um, Neil, a gentleman called Neil, said, too many beers, not enough time. I can agree to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking that's aye. Um, Josh of the Daily Tipple, uh, lefties bringing hey, the political bullshit and agendas into the community. Shock, shock horror. Daily Tipple takes it immediately, immediately to 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 the exact opposite end of the spectrum to beer. I don't think he's wrong necessarily, but I think yeah. you could say that about almost every facet of the earth. Aye, including um. Petty, farthing, peddling, stupid hat wearing folk. Right. I think says the, guy wearing, says the guy currently wearing a form of stupid hat. Mm. That's fine. Hey, nothing wrong with that. That's a good hat, mate. Um, he did also go and he mentioned like uh, how like people on Instagram and Facebook and social media and stuff like they'll they'll post a picture of a beer and stuff, but then there'll be something something else attached to it but, oh this beer blah 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 and then there'll be some political thing attached to it just the beer's the beer just fucking either like you like it or you don't like it just drink the beer he basically he also says buy a beer drink a beer rate a beer fuck off essentially which is fair enough which is absolutely fair yeah. enough yeah uh, Mark Cospell uh, said hi ABV posturing and dick swinging drink <laughs> which I thought was brilliant like, there's so many people that have said dick swinging Hi. ABV dick swinging left right and mm-hmm. centre people that are, are buying or breweries that are bringing out big ABV beers just to get the sales when in actual fact there's fucking good shit at 4.5% 4% and the way they get people and like that beer you've got the night girl from Fierce people are going to buy that because it's 7, 7.4 100% but but yeah, I couldn't agree more. The standout, but you stand out high ABV beer in that particular supermarket. Yep, and that is by a long shot. If you're not yeah. buying special brew, aye, yeah, true. I mean, I think I think there's some breweries that can get away with with a certain amount of dick swinging. Um, you know, or like a, say, or are renowned for it. Have a, a aye, yeah, you know. So like say, like say, your Overtone who are brewing the 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 every kind of possible range of ABV. And they're releasing so many new beers so often that when a ten percent drops, it'll get bought straight away. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think I don't think that's could be construed as dick swinging. No. I think you know breweries, like you say, breweries that are flying under the radar and are are making sort of quote unquote core beers, and then suddenly drop a nine percent just just for like to, for people to take the bait, um, and it's not that good then. Yeah, I, I can I can agree there. Uh, there's actually a lot of people that said about that, and they all use the same phrase, dick swinging, which I thought was hilarious. Um, you, you do see a lot of that, to be fair. Um, I also went on to mention as well, um, drink fresh hops. Hops fade fast. Um, he says, it's, I don't mean it's, he doesn't necessarily disagree with it, um, but he does also go on to say, overhopped, overhopped the beer to fuck, and it's near undrinkable as a balanced beer for the first four weeks after canning. So if you take the likes of 
um, the, the the triple putty, for example, I think it's probably mm-hmm. the best example. Like we all had that, and initially it was gr- like proper green. Like you're saying, hop said fast. So you want people to get these beers and drink them fast, and but in actual fact, they actually need a week or two in the can. Yeah, there's a balance. There's a hundred percent a balance between green. But some people enjoy that. Like you know, yeah. some people would would seek that out, and that kind of green. Um, we do flavour that 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 you get from like uber fresh hops is is sought after by some people, um, but it's it's just you know proof as if it were needed that that yeah you can judge a beer but you know try it again in a few months or try it again the next time it gets brewed because it's guaranteed not to taste the same. It might taste similar but it won't taste the same. Yeah, and he to does... prove that to prove that point, I'm going to once I finish this say. Pudding, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go down and open up a can of triple putty and see what like it is now because I've oh, still got two in the fridge. I bet it's tasting. I, I bet it's tasting the best. I bet it's honestly tasting fucking unreal. He also goes on to say, if breweries want people to drink the beers relatively quick, put a shorter life on on the cans, put a three month best before on it or whatever, and then. I don't know but if I disagree with that. They want their cake and eat it, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Right, the prob- the problem with that... Within the, the rules, so. The problem with that is that, that they put they put three months on, it goes to bottle shops, and bottle shops and buy two... Bot- bot- bottle shops have got to buy two or three cases of it, and, you know, if they're sensible, they'll get them on, they'll get them on sale or return, but obviously the, yeah. the majority of them are going to buy them outright and then try and sell them at a profit. Yeah. And that three months will pass like lightning, and... You know, it suddenly, suddenly it's in a perfectly good beer that's going to be perfectly good for the next six or eight months in the can. You're mm-hmm. going to have to because it's got a short date on the thing. Where you're going to have to, you're going to find it in the discount bucket, um, and people are going to end up losing money. And then, therefore, you know, I, I wouldn't buy a beer that that was, you know, deliberately short dated. There's no point. I mean, beer doesn't go off. Yeah, we we we. Consistently drank out of date beers on this on this podcast, and it doesn't go out of date. Oh, so, one of the the local places I go the bills to, to prove it. Aye, one of the local places I go, <laughs> they've got a, a discount bin right at the door, and that's the first thing I look at. I'm like, oh fucking yes, thank you very much. I'll take that. Need going to touch it? Haha. <laughs> uh, Anthony also mentioned uh, people who try to pay uh, the least amount of for their beer and then moan about it. Um, so people that go and buy. Little Aldi beers, and then go. Oh, this beer's shite. Like, just take in consideration the price point of the beer for a second. Uh, absolutely. Like that. Like again. Like that beer you had tonight, Gilroy with Fierce, seven point four percent at one ninety nine. If you paid five ninety nine for it, then you'd be like, hold the fucking phone. Something exactly, right and here. that's the thing I will say. We like say, although there there are services out there in supermarkets, and I think that's a good. I think that's probably the right decision for a kind of summertime beer. The bit that would get me would be, and we've seen it before with some people, um, some breweries in the past where the same beer yeah. has been available in the supermarket at X price and then available again on the uh, either that company's website or on a bottle shop at Y price. Yeah. yeah. 71, 71 brewing um, pop into my head immediately for that, you know, and... And and it's you know I I I I'm loath to I'm loath to criticise um, openly, yeah. um but but that that kind of thing does rile me and you know if I was going to their tap room and paying like like you say Miguel paying X for a beer that I could get for X minus two quid at in a supermarket you think to yourself 
you know, where's where's the value and where's the excitement and where's the incentive mm-hmm. to go right. to a tap room? I mean, yes, it might be fresher, but it's the same beer. Right. And there's, there's breweries all day because that's their, they, they can't make the, they can't do that. And I suppose one argument they might have is that they sell it to the supermarket X and then it's up to the supermarket to decide what they want to wash lead on. So for a wee bit of balance, I'll chuck that in the mix and say there is some of that maybe, but it's not, yeah. it's not happening all the time. And the thing that I quite admire, like, not admire, but at least fierce, I wouldn't walk into, I wouldn't walk into Rose Street and find the same stuff. That's like, true. I'll never find hot property. I d- I, well, I, I would eat my hat if I did. And it tastes <laughs> lovely. But I doubt hot property, hot property will be available. That is but actually to, very but true. To, but, to, but to play devil's avocado, <laughs> um, how many times have you been into Rose Street and Late Shift has been on? But I don't uh, think, I think Late Shift was a was a loss, was something they made loads of that was a loss leader that was chucked at supermarkets because that's where the space was for it. I don't think Late Shift was ever intended to be a it was it was in the supermarkets as long as the like the like say, because it had to try and compete with the like say the evil twins, and yeah. dogs and things like that. And I think it's just stayed there because Northern Monk are still there. No, and I, I think they're kind of as I said before, they're probably a last bastion of lost leader. Let's make something that's mega percentage, and we'll just do it. Um, I don't think there's many breweries do that anymore. No, it's for for me. Late shift is still solid, man. I like any chance. Like any time, oh, it's incredible. No, I'm, but no for certain supermarkets who, yeah, supermarkets who we know they keep things poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, definitely. Sort of his mascara. Station in the corner. Quite good on, a, on an audio <laughs> podcast. He's nipped out of the beauty side of the. He's nipped out of the beauty side of his podcast studio. Dugs um, <laughs> in. Get, get a bit. Get a bit of glam on the go before he goes and tries a triple putty again. Right, definitely. Uh, another one uh, from Simon O'Hare um, mentions shit wages um, that breweries pay. Um, I, I I get where you're coming from on this, however, um, I just think it's it's just for the market. To be fair, I, I think we've we've mentioned it. In fact, a, a ton, a lot of breweries who've been on this podcast have basically said, if you're making, if your decision to start a brewery and the reason that behind it is you want to make money. Don't do it because you won't make money. It's it's not something that's going to be a no, million dollar. It's an art, and they're totally underserved. Like if they were winemaking, aye. If they were winemakers or um, operating within a vineyard or whatever, and I know that that means that everybody's got to get a cut off at the hop grower and this that and the next thing. But they are wizards. They do. It's a, it is an art form, yeah. as well as a science. And aye, the quantities are off the bigger, and they're not always. I would quite like to see. It's frustrating that some of the really good versions of the beers that you drink, the special ones, the ones in the bottles and stuff like that, um, aren't recognised or given the recognition that they deserve in terms of yeah, um, remuneration for the people that make it, and also the people who then write about it and things like that, who are often the downtrodden, no looked upon quite as highly as counterparts in other sectors like wine or whiskey. Which frustrates the life out of me. It's as good a premium product as any of the other ones, and for some reason has this a label that it can't really shift. 
and it's trying yeah. hard and I think it's succeeding at some stages but it's still annoying that it's if you drink beer or enjoy beer you're kind of seen as oh well you're this guy Aye. and that's going to be my thing so I'll let you carry on with the rest of the stuff and come back to it but my thing is immediately being thought of as uh, as somebody who wears a fucking beanie and you're, and you're immediately only or immediately only enjoys oh you must go looking for you'll know like that because you only drink all craft stuff yeah and, you're toity toity and this that and the next thing that stigma does my boxing Aye, drink something that tastes nice mm-hmm. i just i just mm-hmm. didn't want to drink guff and yep. if that means no just drinking because... at all then that's fair enough just because you don't <laughs> just because you enjoy red wine it doesn't mean that you're constantly buying 40 50 60 exactly. 100 pound bottles of wine you're, you're quite happy to go to tesco and buy a five pound bottle of plonk nice. as long as it tastes nice but yeah it's it's more it's more it's less acceptable to be a beer snob than it is to be a whiskey snob or a wine snob exactly Aye, like, like oh such and such only drinks bordeaux like well and that's chucking a tongue-in-cheek comment that somebody who quite likes Bordeaux on this podcast. That's why Z only drinks Bordeaux, for example. And you wouldn't you be sniffed at it for saying, like, oh, I'm a, a Pinot Grigio guy, or I'll drink Pinot Noir, which Aye. I don't know anybody in the world that drinks Pinot Noir, so that's another wee in-joke. Um, but <laughs> it's just, why is that a... Why is wanting to drink something that is brewed as close to where you are, or made as close to where you are as possible? Or how can that possibly be a bad thing? I just... Exactly. Made by somebody who Ken's what they're doing is supposed to be effectively a robot. I don't understand that. No, um, I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. And like on the on the month of wages front as well, like we we're saying, like um, it's an industry that myself I wanted to and still want to at some point potentially get into. But like I'm a, a sales guy, but for me, I would take a a massive drop in pay from what I'm doing now. Because people that do account management jobs and sales, the money's just not there. Money is just not there. And the money deserves to be there because, like you said, Gil, there is an art form to making beer. Maybe not so much selling beer, but definitely making it. Hubs are making it. Uh, another comment was um, from Robert, and I, this is, I agree with this so much, and I know you guys are going to agree with it. Not enough milds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think if there's anybody that, on this podcast that's going to advocate for that, it's, it's me. Um, and just you know, just just because it's got that craft um, label or that craft sort of name tag attached to it, it doesn't mean that it needs to be, you know, hopped to its nut or 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 a cheesecake sour like I just drank, or you know, just because it's craft, it doesn't mean that it's that, that you should ignore tradition. So things like your mild or a brown ale or you know seventy shilling, eighty shilling, sixty shilling, even um, which is you know a style lost to the depths of time, yeah. um, but is one that, that I love. Um, and but yeah, I think to, to get people um, interested in those styles of beers, but also to get brewers who are passionate about brewing fantastic beer um, you know, I mean if, if, if the people at Overtone or the people at Other Half or the people at, you know, Verdant were to put all of those grey cells that are so good at making amazing, you know, hoppy beers if you were to put all of that effort into making a new take on a traditional style of beer 
then you know <clears throat> fucking sign me up. Yep. Definitely. Sign me up. Especially no, I mean if no, you take no 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 even no even no. Oh, come on, you agree with no. um what's her face is no. dark mild? No. Are you would? No, wouldn't he? I would enjoy it, but I don't think we should go. Don't go. Who does the dark mild? Don't go trying to resurrect things that died for a reason. There's a reason why nobody wants it. Nobody drinks it. That's like saying the old days will bring back penny farthings and we'll just buzz about in them. Get the old (laughs) e-bikes or the the twenty-one speed Shimano's. We'll forget all that. I don't bother with them. Don't bother with uh, automatic gearboxes and things like that. Old days will just go back to just go back to. uh, the Flintstones will just pedal our motors about ourselves with our feet on the ground. <laughs> There's a reason why we went we, we went forward and explored hoppier stuff and increasing ABV and things like that. Because just, a lot of the stuff a lot of the miles that were made back then were dog shit. At three point six percent. Absolute turd. And there's a reason why they've been left in the past. Mm-hmm. Don't go look at like no don't let nostalgia cloud your judgment or what was cack. Just gonna <laughs> agree to disagree. There. Some things, but, some things were cack, like leaded fuel. What did we bring back? We bring back leaded fuel. Live everybody can die any paint poisoning and things like that. <laughs> but the nostalgia, the nostalgia. No, <laughs> have everybody drinking two stroke. Two stroke. <laughs> Just leave the milds where they are. Make, make lovely beer, whatever that style might be. But then he go thinking that. Automatically, because it's old, it means it was good. Well, we'll we'll take a pause on that for a second. We'll come back to some more comments that um caught my eye and I took note of, um, just to see what we've changed over and what we're drinking now. Because Callum, you have a new drink in your vessel. Well, as promised, I went down and uh, opened up a can of triple putty just to see, um, just to see how it's how it's faring. And they uh, canned on the twentieth of February this year, so um, it's pretty well three months in the can, um, and it's faring fantastically well. I have to say, um, from what I can remember, it's got a much more pleasant aroma. Um, the tropical uh, notes are are definitely singing through a lot more than they were before. There's still a pretty pleasant. Um, Bitterness at the end, um, but but not not um, green or weedy or or or, or sort of harsh at all, and it's definitely improved since the last one. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a, a cracking mouthfeel, but there's there's a really there's a beautiful sweetness that I, I don't think I don't think was there before. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm just looking at it through sort of rose tinted glasses or, or whatever you however you want to put it, but or, you know, I hope I'm just not tasting what I want to taste. But it's 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 far more pleasant now than it was before. Um, and we we had we had the sort of triple potty against Bigian discussion, Aye. um, sort of about six weeks ago, um, and it was kind of stand, you know. It was kind of unanimous that Biggin was better, um, mm-hmm. but I think pot, Triple Putty now is going to put up much more of a fight against the Biggin. That, I mean, that doesn't surprise me because even after a couple of weeks of the, of, of the Triple Putty sitting, it was tasting a lot better. Like it was, like you said, offy green, offy weedy, 
And then a couple of weeks, it mellowed out, and that kind of kind of dankiness, whatever you want to call it, it, it came through more, a wee bit more sweetness, a bit more like better balanced, and mm-hmm. aye, but it, so, that, that doesn't I've got one more me. can. I've got one more can in the fridge, um, left of my four pack, um, and I'm going to leave that until next year. I'm going to drink that. Um, I'm going to drink that next year. Um, as close to the anniversary of the triple putty release as I can and see see what like it is then. Hang as you know they'll be, do it again. No, well they will, they will, but the, the, the point being that according to the can, this goes out of date in August. Um so we'll we'll Good try point. it we'll try it next February when it's five or six months out of date and see what like it is then. Rocket fuel. Um I myself um <laughs> I think um Gil you had this beer over the weekend um from Sure Shot and it's nothing bound. Um, sure shot be nothing bound. It's called uh, for me. It was Tuesday. Was that the one you had? For me, it was Tuesday. Yes, I did. Best day of the week. Best day of the week, indeed. Uh, Six point five percent double dried hop IPA, uh, Idaho Seven Mosaic Citra, uh, combo and a perfect kale. Uh, for you, this is the waxing, by the way. For you, the day this beer graced your fridge was the most important day of your life. Fucking oh, bro. That's a bit... Uh, no, waxing's fucking hilarious, man. That's presum- a bit ballsy. Presumptuous, but it is lovely. It's stunning. And like street- the anything with, anything with Street Fighter really street fight. one. Exactly. Again, Bison it, makes an appearance on the camera. He certainly nice. does. Certainly does. Yeah, good film, by the way. But it wasn't the actual. It's a fucking hellish film. You look at nowadays, but fucking loved it back in the day. What a film. And what a that beer is as well. a line. That's, that, that's the quote. That's a quote from uh, said film. Bison says, for me, it was Tuesday. It's just, it's just such a, a lovely beer. Um, the nose in it is ridiculous, to be fair. Body, again. There's no overly thick, well, super well balanced. There's a, a lovely, a nice kind of bit of bitterness in the back end that you want. Nice and kind of a wee bit of fruitiness in the front. It just it does everything you want. I, I want a beer to do. It's no <laughs> like try to kick your ass with the ABV sitting at six point five percent. Lovely and sessionable. Perfect for a sunny day. I have no go to the day, however, I had it all weekend. But pff, unbelievable beer. I know I've, got you met. Sh- I've got sure shot in a couple of months. Um, oh, mate, you'll be fucking... It's, it's, it's no uh, June, I'm sure it's July I've picked up. Um, having said that, Tartarus's post um, on social media yes. this week is, uh, is, is making me kind of rethink slightly, but um, I, I think I'm going to stick with sure shot. The, the six big bad boy daddy cans. Aye, and their IPAs as well, which is which is interesting. Um, the Tartarus box that I had were all kind of wacky stouts and and thing those kinds of creations they weren't yeah. they weren't ipas so it'd be interesting to see how they can um, the, sort of match, that kind of thing in the boxes that bad boy west they had a couple of weeks ago <laughs> waft unreal ridiculous. i'm going howling hops no i'm not that's a complete fucking lie i've got one of the newbies i've got the newbies with the skull on their on their thingy logo can't remember what they're called anywho go what you got uh, a beer. And before I tell you about it, though, I'll give you the full quote for uh, Major M. Bison. Oh, um, which is for you, it's a total wanky uh, Kim Jong il style uh, <laughs> dictator uh, text. For you, the day Bison graced your village, 
was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Paul. Paul, is it? What's his name? Raul Julia. Raul Julia was that played uh, Major Bison in the Street Fighter movie in 1994. Just in case you need to feel any older, right than you feel. Christ. Um, I am drinking, so I said I would go for budget to premium. So mm-hmm. I've done. Um, I'm now having a Pentrich Brewing Dead Earth, uh, which is an eight percent double India Pale Ale. It's brewed with everybody's favourite hop combo, Simcoe and Mosaic, and then a new hop for me, mm-hmm. um, which is called Falconer's Flight. All right, nice. Uh, Falconer's Flight is a Yankee Doodler hop. It is named quite a cool story, actually. Uh, it is. Can I find it again on the old mind? Where I've looked it up. Um, it was created to uh, named sorry the blend of hop was named in honor of Glenn A. Faulkner, a popular and up and coming American professional brewer who passed away in two thousand and two. Mm, it was nice. launched in two thousand and ten. It's considered a dual purpose blend, particularly suited to IPAs. Um, is listed as having distinct tropical, floral, lemon, and grapefruit attributes. Um, it was developed by Pacific Northwest West Hops, who have a uh, Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, Citra, Cluster, Columbus, and Crystal. So, mm. Shock, horror, they know what they're doing. When they it know what they're doing. It's yep. a bitter and an aroma hop. Um, it definitely adds kind of lemony and grapefruit to the to the vibe of this particular beer and uh, it's another new hop to tick off the list so it's excellent proper just bomb nice mouthfeel pretty decent body I'd say more than decent body a pretty spectacular body on the beer actually mm-hmm. and um, exactly what you're looking for it's something like 8% just a much more pleasant experience at a higher ABV which is why we mentioned earlier like it's some people know what they're doing others try and those that know Excellent. If you know, you know. I think that's the thing. Like, I think when you when you go for a, for a double IP, you're ex, you're expecting, like you said, there girl, you're expecting that kind of body from that beer. Like, it should have a good, decent body to it. Like when it's when it's thin and a wee bit kind of limp wristed, you're like, mm, it, you're you're almost like, ah, is it actually a double? You're questioning it, but that sounds that sounds the the bollocks. Sounds very very good. Right back to um. Like I mentioned before, uh, what things annoy you about the craft beer world? Um, and I'll go back to some more, just a handful of comments that I've picked out. One from John Grant. Um, John Grant, a listener of the podcast. Um, appreciate your support and I appreciate you following the podcast and taking time to listen, mate. He's been, he's actually, he's ticked off more of our bucket list tap rooms than we have. Good for you, mate. Um, we were jealous. But we should smash it in July when it's the Manchester uh, mm. Craft Beer Festival. We should smash that. Anyway, uh, John says um, the, the constant uh, idea uh, the, co- the constant no idea is a bad idea. Yes, some ideas should not be made. And I think like the, the first thing that popped in my head is like all these um, Aunt Bessie, your Ron Seal all these mad stupid beers yep. that are getting made. Like, is it actually a good idea? No. It's a fad. 
you're just you're you're selling a beer on the gimmick. So it's not actually a good idea. Just 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 fucking there is uh, there is such a thing as a bad idea. Just didn't do it. Yeah, but as as previously discussed, the, the problem is that there's always going to be a market out there oh, full of gullible cunts that are going to come out and buy Aunt Bessie beer or fucking rhubarb and custard pale ale or rocket lolly or fucking whatever it is. You know that you know there's always going to be that it's going to sell. So and as long nice. as it sells, what we really need is we need we need for for a brewery to make one of these gimmicky beers and for nobody to buy it. Aye. For it just to sit on the shelf, and then then they'll go, oh, well, maybe that was a bad idea. Maybe that was a bad idea. Man. Phone up, phone up, Paxo, and cancel that sage and onion fucking pale ale that I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three wise men. I would like somebody, somebody to sue them for having put trying to put an IPA on their chaps. <laughs> Aye, fuck. Aye, something like that. Like that's what it's going to. That's what it's going to come to me. It's going to. I like having reverse mistaken, like see how you, people every now and again will post tongue in cheek, which is probably where it kind of stems from. His tongue in cheek has takes the four hundred and forty mil stock cans, yeah, the chicken stock that comes chicken in the stock, tin, aye. aye, that that take aye. the piss out of that. But somebody at some point will do it in reverse, and they'll sue them for millions. Right, hundred percent. Three wise men podcast uh, commented on Instagram, and they say, guys. Okay, craft breweries uh, in supermarket being wrong for people saying that oh craft beer in supermarket is wrong shouldn't happen. I agree with that. Um, I, I don't think it is wrong. I think that's what they're that's what they're getting at. It's not actually wrong at all. Um, if anything, it's a fucking good thing. Um, it's it's one it's thing. Some it, sort of departure. Aye, it's like the one where people to enjoy your product. Exactly. Like it seems to be so self defeating at times the craft brewing industry, doesn't it? Ah, it does, and yeah. like people we, we in fact we've said that a few times, like, oh with breweries that get they get um they get oh they, it's just a supermarket brewery. We I want to say seventy one, there's other breweries as well. Um and they get tarred with that brush and that's that's it. That's them stuck with it forever. They're a supermarket brewery. It's not a bad fucking thing. Like there has there's levels to there's levels to craft beer whether you like it or no and and in regards to one what you like and two what your budget is capable of letting you kind of try and Aldi and Lidl and stuff and even all the other supermarkets let people experience craft beer at any budget whether it be whether they can they can afford to spend 50 quid a hundred quid a month on craft beer or they can only get spend 10 20 quid or a couple of quid on craft beer, like that allows people okay. to explore it. Regardless, you're 100 right, mate. You're 100 right, and it goes back to it goes back to the previous discussion about um, that sort of the negative connotations around beer drinkers, yeah. and you know, you we, we drink beer, so we're somehow lesser. Um, it just just because just because it's a supermarket, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to get a 250 pound bottle of red wine yeah. or it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to get the finest artisan cheese that you might be able to get at, you know, an, an independent retailer or direct from source or, or you know, there's all there's all these facets of, of the world that, that, you know, supermarkets can't possibly cater for everybody. Well, yes, they yeah. can. And it's an entry. It's an entry. So, yeah, I like, you know, I, I like craft beer. 
And that's and that's what goes back to to what I was talking about the other week about about the the, the supermarket shelves being flooded with hazy pale ales. Yeah, you know. More variety in supermarkets is a great thing because it opens up people's eyes to different styles, at different breweries, different types of beer, and then they can go out and look if, if the budget permits. And right. if the budget doesn't permit, they're still getting a big variety. Whereas at the moment they're going in and they're getting their shelves are stocked with, you know, four or fourteen or fifteen varieties of the same fucking beer. Right. So, I mean, when like like I mean, obviously I completely understand the cost of living and 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 things things are so expensive now and it's it's becoming so expensive to make things but when I go back even two or three years to when I first started drinking craft beer it seems as though there was such a bigger variety of styles you know there was more stouts in the the supermarket there was more sours in the supermarket there was you know and it doesn't seem to be the case now you know the stouts that are in the supermarket now are all you know big massive dirty 10-12% stouts that are that are you know, desserts in a can and Aye. not done very well. You know, well, it's that thing the like sours, the the, uh, the sours are the sours are pretty much non-existent now. Almost, you know, but we know we know we know that Vault City are in supermarkets now. But aside from that, is is there a, is there another sour in the supermarkets? Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. If I'm completely honest, but they've they've done. You can you can see that the supermarkets have done their thing. And they've, they've gathered all that information from your club card and or whatever various reward scheme that they, they do, and they can track what people's buying habits are, and they realise, right, okay, sours don't sell very well, right? Blah blah. The hazy stuff sells really well, right? We're just going to flood flood the shelf. Yeah. With it. Everyone's going to do a hazy. This is what you need to buy. This is what you need to make because it sells. Mm-hmm. Don't but don't make that because it doesn't sell. It's on the shelf too long. Blah blah blah. And then rather see... than rather than the customer saying no. Put that stuff back. People just buy what's there, and mm. then it's it's a self fulfilling, you know. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So, unfortunately, no. Obviously, now like the the four packs and the the multi the multi packs, but the the cases are, are becoming more popular, which is isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like I like roll with it four pack. I like faith pack as well. They're the ones I generally kind of pick up. I don't actually pick up any other ones to be fair. Because they're the only two I'm, I, I, the only two beers that I trust. I'm like solid beers. I know what I'm getting. That's what I want. Like six quid, six eight quid, whatever it is. Bosh, I'm in and out. But the other ones, I'm like mm. more. It's more so the the the, the bricks. Is it Brixton or Buxton? Buxton. Buxton. The Buxton ones. I don't trust them. Like no, they look shite. Like I've I've had a couple of the ones I've brought it before. Beer, beer tasty shite, so I don't trust them for love nor money. Um, last one I want to mention before I get our ones is um, a friend of the podcast and former defunct ride. I think they're defunct now. Anyway, is is Dave? Um, <laughs> I think there's maybe a bit of a venom behind this one. To be fair, <laughs> entitled arseholes. Shalty, is it? A little bit shalty potentially. Entitled arseholes. Clicks. <laughs> adolescent behaviour misogynistic assholes and general fucks and that's just Glasgow <laughs> nice Fuck I mean, it. That, I, is I, absolute, that is absolutely my experience in Glasgow no, I'm that's, that's, <laughs> I think you're 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 very poorly veiling certain opinions you might hold Dave and some of them might well be right 
But um, aye, I also do think there is a good bit of that. There is a bit. There is a bit of it to be fair. And there's a difference between, I suppose it's the devil's advocate answer to um, the Daily Tipple's statement about everything being political leaning. Yeah. Sometimes things are wrong and need to be mentioned and need to be sorted, but they do need to be, I agree with them, and that they do need to be mentioned while advertising all the time necessarily. Yeah. Um, X, Y, and Z, APA, or whatever it might be. But it, it, if that's what it takes and it works... Carry on, but Danny, it's it's uh, that's another nonsense opinion. Is to say, well, if we make X beer, it will solve all the problems, and that's exactly who it caters to is the people who think, well, we brewed the beer, so we solved the problem. Then yeah. you never, or you have to, actually, we, or, you have to or, actually act, or we brewed the beer, therefore, we are exempt from continuing aye. to try, continuing to innovate, continuing to, you know. Look at ourselves critically. Sorry, go carry on. No, no, on you go. Just gonna I say, just... fuck our nonsense. I will. Two, two. There's assholes everywhere, Dave. Not just in Glasgow. Exactly. Two very quick ones that have just literally came through in the last couple of minutes. Uh, Donald said, "Incompetence being passed off as ability," um, which I agree with. To on that one, to be fair, I think you get some breweries that. Um, will produce a beer and say it's X style and it's it's just it's just no. It's just it's just a shit. We've we've had it on the podcast. We've had or we've is taste... Isn't it what it's labelled as? Ah, exactly. Or isn't it what it's labelled as? Exactly. And um it's just it is incompetence. And then the other thing is like with, with that it's like when when breweries make a beer, they've already decided I know I grant I know they've done the marketing and stuff and they've done the labels and stuff but then, and when it doesn't come out as it should have done on the label, why don't you just take the time to go, right, that's no what we said it was, let's just change the label, keep those labels for different beer, and we'll make new labels, blah, 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 bosh, it says what it does in the tin. But anyway. Um, or, or or breweries or breweries that brew a shit IPA and then put a fuck ton of fruit or or, or, right. or, or even a smattering of fruit in it and, and, call it and call it some, you know, try and cover up shit by putting rose petals on it. It's, you know, it's still, it's still a pile of shit. It's still a pile. So. A turd is a turd. Uh, David uh, said, last one from the comments, uh, <laughs> the wank snobbery. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Can't, can't disagree with that. And again, you know, I, I hate to sort of flog the dead horse, but that's that's endemic across all sort of areas. You know, we've spoken yeah, at right. length, or certainly I have in this podcast, wine, whiskey, um, you know, food, anything. Cheese. You know, these... Aye, <laughs> these for a bit cheese. I know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I shouldn't have mentioned it, mate. Sorry, I can hear your tummy. A wee, a wee cheese board would be great right now. Oh, didn't get me started. Accessibility <laughs> is Kitchen the key, because that's the key this. to survival. If you've... That's it. Um, accessibility is the key, and that's the key to survival. Because if you're if you're so niche that you only have, that and, and you only choose to market or sell your beer or your product to snot, snooty fucking up the rain arse wankers, then you're going to die. You need to be accessible. You need to be available. You need you know mm-hmm. you you need to be open for people who are maybe sort of quote unquote lower on the social scale than yourself yeah. to try your product, you know. No, 100%. 100%. Then he'd be a wank um, snob. Then he'd be a wank snobbery. 
Um, I, honestly, everyone that's that's commented on the the posts appreciate it. Um, I genuinely wasn't expecting the response that we got, but it's it good was... we've, and the the main thing is we've got a podcast out yet, so well done, well, guys. Cheers, fucking hundred <laughs> percent. Save me, <laughs> save me a fucking job. Right. <laughs> um, now we t- obviously to get our our views never. Um, what grinds our gears? I know one that does it for all of us. I'm pretty sure all of us is the the with certain breweries the lack of hop information on the can does my titan just my titan yeah. with the left one just like just just tell us don't see what don't see what the issue is when telling it, telling people what hops are in the beer especially mm-hmm. if you like if you if you got people that are into like being introduced to craft beer fair enough they're maybe not going to pay pay attention pay too much attention but the folk that are, are looking at it a bit more in depth they're going to go all right there's citrus, citrus, uh, I can't talk. citra simcoe blah 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 is in the beer okay i'll or, give that a go or put a qr code on the can yeah, or guarantee that on the website you're going to have information on what yeah. the beer is and what's in it because the whole the whole point uh, you know of what i was saying a minute ago about being accessible how do i know what 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 is it about that beer that I like? Is it the Citra? Is it the right. is it the Idaho Seven? Is it the the El Duradu that's in the beer that I like? I don't know because I don't care what's fucking in it. Mm-hmm. So, yep, I agree. Just put it on the fucking can, uh, Gil. I know you had unless you already spilled it. Uh, Where's my other one? What? Who didn't know anything? about craft beer buying people that drink craft beer beer oh fuck I. that's and that's the, the, I don't even mean you sound ungrateful in any way shape or form and thank everybody who decided to buy me anything but don't I Just would much didn't. rather I would much rather you said I'm not even going to go there and got me half a dozen star apartments for six quid yep which is what I've done in the supermarket of late than go and get me a beer called podcast because it's a podcast, podcast on it and you do a beer for beer podcast. I got a beer off my brother in law three or four years ago. Um for my birthday. Just out on the fridge? No, no, I, 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 did, I did I did actually drink it. I d I I I'll rephrase it, I tried it. Um he's like, I've got you I've got a couple of beers like I know you did the podcast and stuff. There's a couple of like some of those fancy beers that you like, eh? <laughs> I was like, that, oh, that, yeah, stays, yeah. that stays in equally a pet peeve. Aye, cheers, peace. That's a heat shake and everything. Aye, fancy beers, and um, <laughs> it was a banana beer, and I was like, fuck, banana. In fact, uh, to be more specific, banana, banana bread beer. Banana bread beer, yes. Of, um, of 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 fucking BHS fame. Correct Mundo. Hundred percent ding a ling a ling. We have a winner. And fucking honest to God. Like I tried, I was like, you know what, I'll try it. I will try it. And granted it was then the early phase of my craft beer journey. Mm-hmm. See that actually fucked me off as well. Maybe <laughs> anyway. we should uh, maybe we should get it really drinkable. Uh, aye, that's probably a good idea. That's, I probably I think it's actually still in Tesco, incidentally. Yep, anyway. Fucking howling, man! It is just like I—I I just the idea of having banana and a beer, banana bread beer. 
just no right. The two didn't go together. It goes back to fucking um, John's point. Some ideas are actually fucking bad ideas. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it. Banana, but, beer. But no. it just goes to show that there's gullible cunts out there that buy Abraham because oh. banana, bre- banana bread beer has been gone for fucking years. Ages, I can yeah. remember trying banana bread beer when I was about 15. So that's mm-hmm. about 20 years that's been gone. It's At least. Got wrong, man. Must have some serious gullible bastards. Mm-hmm. I've got one. Go then. Right, this might be a bit controversial. Oh, like that. Right, and never having owned a business and subsequently lost that business, um, I can I can't I can't claim to be sort of have first hand knowledge, but <laughs> breweries yeah. breweries that uh, that amalgamate with or allow themselves to be taken over by people or or companies that have no interest in continuing to brew proper craft beer. Mm-hmm. It just, it makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. And I, I'd like to, you know, uh, you know, people would do, people would, you can imagine people would do anything to save their business or to continue their name. Or, but, but if it was, if it was a case of, my my name dying, or my name becoming mm-hmm. shit. I'd rather it died. I think yeah, I think and I... and I don't want to. I don't want to throw brewery names out there or anything. Well, I was like that. I was going to, but but I don't. I I think I think you know if if I created Callum's you know brewery or or whatever it is, and and good, good was name. proud was proud of that. And then it was bought over and turned into macro shit. Yeah, you know, five, ten, twenty years down the line, it's like, oh yeah, I'm drinking that. And it's like, oh, but it, it wasn't what it was. It wasn't what I created. It Aye. wasn't what I what I hoped it would be. Just because I mean, you've got a couple of million out of it or whatever it is, it, that fucks me off, man. The brew that obviously springs to mind when you're saying that is 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 Beaver Beaverton, Beaver Town, um, like. That Before, wasn't the brood that I was going to say. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but by like Beaver, Beaver, and like their beers before were like actually like Necoy was a proper like good beer, like a proper nice beer. Same with Gamma Ray, um, good fucking beers. And then obviously they got bought out, and then and then I obviously the guys who owned it before and and, and kind of started it. I don't, I don't know how long after, obviously. They decided to sell their shares and stuff and take the money and be like, you know what, this this isn't us anymore. Like, just take it, run with it. I, I agree with you in, to some degree. And there's, there's, there's aspects of it. It's just, I don't know. I agree with bits of it. And I'm like, at the same it's time. Easy. Like, like you say, mate, it's, it's, easy, it's easy for somebody sitting on a desk chair, you know, in my house to, to, to be uber critical. You know, I, I would never, I would never sell it. I would never, I would never let my brand become macro shit and, and not be what I hoped it would be at the start. But realistically, if, if you know, Anheuser Bush came calling or Bud, you know, fucking, you know, Heineken came calling with a blank checkbook, who it's probably who one come, of those things. Though it's probably you know, one of those things like shit down? in the meeting and stuff. They're like, okay, right, right, you. I'm open to having this discussion, but the terms are like I want my beer to be this, this, this is the 
the legacy that the beer has, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to continue to... taken, it's watered down. Exactly. And then as soon as... It's changed ever so slightly. As soon as the takeover done, it's like, well, tough shit. We're doing what we want. We own it now. And then you'd be like, fuck us. See you later. It gets brewed by Keith, who just (laughs) presses a button and has got no training or interest in, in what the beer was at its inception. And... You know, and and, and and lo and behold, lo and behold, gamma ray is no longer gamma ray. Neck oil yeah. is no longer neck oil. But the, the the people that are buying it at the tap or in the supermarket mm-hmm. think they're drinking craft beer because it's got the Beaverton Beaverton yeah, Beavertown yeah. label attached to it. And it's just, you know, it's, it's such a shame. If you try to give us a really good point, Gil, you're, you're actually on mute, mate. I can sense like a really good... I'm saying your mortgage has never been on the list for it, though. Aye, exactly. Aye. Also, and it's, and that's, that's the whole point. That's, I mean, that's what, what I was... Your, when an artist sells their art, what's the... Mm. What did he give a fuck? Well, what that's what I said. Whether right. it's in a cupboard, you know? When, yep. you, drop, when you dropped off um, there for a Aye. few seconds, that's what I was saying. It's, it's easy for me sitting in my chair in my Aye. house to, to have these <laughs> sort of broad-stroke opinions, but you know, if one of these big boys was to come knocking on the door with a blank checkbook, what, what yeah. are you going to do? You know? If well, the day, if the day comes like, where, when Spotify chat with them and go, hey, let's buy your podcast, fucking take it. Go, batter take it. Take it. Change the horse, change the horse immediately. <laughs> right. and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll gladly, I'll gladly, um, pack myself I'll... out and redo uh, adverts for Huggies, Dry Nights and right. fucking oh, whatever it is, better, better health. <laughs> yep. Now you can turn it into soda water and lime, I don't care. Because mm-hmm. I've gone on holiday with my family twice a year and I've no mortgage left to buy. So Right, we we love we and also love... I've not got I've not got we'll a whole brewery a whole brewery that's tied into my house. Right. Have we said we love hard seltzers? Oh I would love hard seltzers. Yeah, I anything it's the matter. Like it's, <laughs> is that it's at the end of the day it's all about living a life in it. And you right. can start off with the best of intentions about it and hats off to the people who stick with it. But at the end of the day, if somebody turned around and offered me X for Y mm-hmm. and it was a decent deal or 100% would be the answer. And a lot mm-hmm. of these, like how many brewers have we spoke to where off, off air or on air, their intention is I want somebody because they've mentioned it. No, oh, I 100%. I want then... you be in Bev to come and buy me it and aye. let me go. Right. And um, again, what we said kind of start a podcast, like if you're starting a brewery and you're wanting to make money with it, then you start a brewery, basically. Because it's not something that you make you make a ton of money. It's just and that unless, also unless it somebody well, buys you. Doesn't it? Because then you've got the people who have made money who don't really care, who take a spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ones that work who are really committed to it, it works. But yeah. the people who just do it as a sideline project kind of... Uh, saturate the market with nonsense right. or people who try to do it and make money out of it saturate the market with nonsense don't they exactly anyway yeah. we've harped on long enough what, about what's wrong there's a hell of a lot right there's a hell of a lot right the stuff that we drink every week so exactly there's exactly a hell of a lot there's... more right than there is wrong and we can, we all love we're all professional mourners so well we're, we're fucking good at it we're, we're really, we are good at it and as there is a lot good in the industry to be fair um it was just interesting to, Aye, to get everybody's just to get gripes out there. 
Aye, get the other get the other side of the story. There's always two sides to everything. Um if not potentially three or four. But it's always nice to just see what's what. <laughs> and aye. Just dive into it a wee bit. So everyone that commented, appreciate it, because I didn't I honestly didn't expect it to go that mental, but it did. And folk were some folk you could tell were waiting for somebody to give them a, a to say something and they're like fucking yes ma hilarious loved it absolutely loved it. <laughs> um, I've got nothing else written down on my wee sheet here to to chat about this evening unless you've no. got anything you want to touch upon. Nothing at all. We'll let uh, secret labs come back. <laughs> labs come back. She's por- she's posturepedic chair there. No one. Is that we that posture it you? Lol. No, it's like it's it'll be the comfiest of comfs. Because mm. he's, yeah. he's sitting in it for ten hours a day, so it's got no. to be right. Argos Argos is finest. Yeah, I'll Aye, so it's got to, so he's sitting in it for ten hours a day, so it's got to be right. Right, mm. definitely, definitely. I'll just say Argusen, the house of Argusen. Argusen. <laughs> what were you um, saying, sorry? There's nothing else written on, on my sheet um, to go through this evening, so unless you've got anything else you want to touch upon, Cal? Nope. Beautiful. Um, as always, appreciate every single one of you people that listen to the podcast, especially as well, like, by all means, be be that person that tags us on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever it may be that you post on social media. Um, it's good to, one, see the feedback, and two, see the people that are listening to the podcast and giving us your opinions as well, much it's just it's really good one. Or if there's really anything good. that's grinding your gears, or you know, about us, any, any, oh, about us I fucking go, go and fuck yourself. But um, <laughs> by all means, post that, post the question, we'll, we'll read it out, we'll read it out because we uh, we we enjoy that kind of shit. Um, yep, uh, to love a good, love a good pub argument. Oh, aye. Everything for all about that. That's what, yeah. that's what we do. Every and if you feel so str- if you feel so strongly about something that you want to that you really want to talk about it, then by all means we can get you on and you can uh, air your oh, grievance on the can, podcast. Um, can, uh, yep. Aye, date, date face to face virtually, exactly. which isn't really face to face, but anyway. Um, aye, wherever you listen to the podcast, uh, make sure you subscribe, hit ding a ling link to be notified. Of all the latest episodes, subscribe, use a V five star rating, we much appreciate it. And you can show your official support by going to patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Myself, Gavin, Calm, and Scott. Till next time on the Beer Fridge Podcast. Goodbye. Good luck.